Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of my friends is on a pastoral search committee, and she wrote to me recently and said that she had realized that there wasn't anything for the committee to do on a particular week. So she said, hey, why don't the seven of us get together and pray? And all of the people were amenable to that idea. And they arrived. But in the interim between sending the invitation and the start of the meeting, my friend all of a sudden started to have an internal panic moment. Like, wait a second, I don't actually know what the culture of prayer is at this church. I don't know if they've ever had a prayer meeting before. What the heck am I doing? And so she said, when the meeting started, everybody kind of chatted for five or 10 minutes, prayed for about 10 minutes, and then chatted for the rest of the time. And as she said at the end, <laughs> that as you would expect, she left leadership fail, prayer fail. And so first of all, I just want to speak grace over this situation because I think all of us in different points in our lives have had a time where we were like, we kind of had a vision of what we wanted and then we didn't see how to bring it to pass. And there's just a level of disappointment with that. And so, yeah, Jesus, I'm asking, first of all, for your love to pour into that place of failure, to pour into that place of a sense of internal disappointment or not le- living up to what you would think of as uh, the the right place to be, the, the, the mark that internally we had set for ourselves. Lord, I think about how uh, one of the definitions of sin is missing the mark. And in places where it's not a moral failing, it seems a little bit odd to apply that, that word sin to it. And I'm not convinced that that's correct. But I think that sense of missing the mark, of saying, oh, I just had more that I wanted than what actually came to pass, is so disheartening. Whew, so yeah, thank you, Jesus, for grace and healing into those places in our lives of failure. Thank you, Lord. So... The, the next thing that I would say is for me in hearing this story, I was like, oh my goodness, I am so excited for the win of the suggestion to have a prayer meeting. Like, <laughs> I read that and I was like giving high fives to the Lord, you know, hands up, like let's celebrate this because it's a beautiful thing. The Lord loves our prayers. There is a beautiful story that Mike Bickle tells in his book, uh, what is it, Growing in the Prophetic, I think. And uh, so he writes about how he had driven up to his church and he got out and they were just blasting something that sounded like the Hallelujah Chorus. And he was like, that is so bad for our speakers. I should not be able to hear it this loud from out in the parking lot. So he went in to go and correct the people and he got in and there was no sound. And What he realized later is that he was given a little glimpse of what it sounds like in heaven during a prayer meeting. But what I love about this story is that he said the prayer meeting that he went to was not like (laughs) the world's greatest prayer meeting. He was like, there were maybe, you know, just a couple, a handful of guys in this meeting room and the prayer time was nothing you would write home about as being (laughs) extra special. It was just, you know, pretty mediocre prayer meeting. And yet... In the heavenlies, it was like a hallelujah chorus. And so, Jesus, I thank you for the boldness that's required to step out and try something new. And so I thank you for the courage. I thank you for the 
the way that you bring newness. And so I give you praise for that, Lord. Thank you. Amen. So then I would also just say it is, oh, oh man. Yeah, it actually makes sense that it would be really, really hard to introduce a new topic, uh, uh, to introduce prayer, especially in a culture where it hasn't been there before. So one of the things that Bob and I have talked about regularly is that if you want to know how to lead better, there's leadership books. If you want to know how to pastor better, you can go to seminary. If you want to know how to be a better counselor, there are schools for that and books and everything. If you want to know how to pray better, in some ways, it's kind of like good luck to you. You know, there's not a lot of training or encouragement beyond, you know, kind of personal prayer of like, no, no, really, this works. You should do it. And so I know for Bob, he's like, I really like this, the general sequence that I do for my prayer meetings because I've done tens of thousands and most of them were really bad and they were boring. They were not as effective as they could be, but it's hard. There's a lot of trial and error. And so I think too, any, it's almost like you're establishing a a beachhead in a new territory. So to say, Hey, we're going to introduce prayer into this the situation where there hasn't been prayer before, if you think about in the military, anytime you have, let's say you have the two front lines and they're more or less flat, if you start to intrude into enemy territory, kind of you put your finger, you can imagine this little bulge. The bulge has now the ability to attack from all sides. The front line has just become longer that needs to be defended. So it's hard. It's hard. And so Jesus, I thank you. As I was in Psalm 103 this morning, And it talked about how you know our frame. You understand what it is for us to be human. And so I just thank you that you understand that we're made of dirt, that you understand that we are weak and you celebrate what we attempt for you, even in the midst of weakness. I give you praise, Jesus. Amen. I think I'm going to keep going on a separate episode for this one. So that's all for now. Bye.